we are back. Welcome to Stalking Spurs, 40-ish minutes of football adjacent for Volity. My name is Patty, and I'm still here with my co-host, Acid. <laughs> is that... <laughs> hey. Hey, Patty. Hey, Patty. Yeah. No, Acid's name that came up is her other alter ego that I knew of her growing <laughs> up, but it's always like thrown off for a hot second there. But hi. Uh, and of course, this is episode, uh, we're doing things a bit differently because of the dumpster fire on every single front. We are somehow hanging on by the claws of our... I don't know, talents, nails, what do cockerels have? On fifth, Liverpool is in eighth, and Chelsea in 11th. So you know what? It's not bad at all. It's not that bad. It's Honestly, not that bad. it's not that bad. Yeah. We will be covering a look back on our recent performances because what else will we do and really try to look into our um, very hazy for now future um, we've got a stack lightning round where we try not to be depressed and check in on you know eric dyer's what is this a secret wedding did we not know yeah. about this one of harry's less talked about individual awards and of course richie's arts and crafts allyship love him if you aren't following us yet on our socials we're at stalking spurs on instagram and twitter that is still alive the twitter death watch lives <laughs> on but first off football we are joined by our football correspondent Toby, 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 what are we going to do? <laughs> I'm just thinking we saw a fabulous film last night called Dungeons and Dragons. <gasps> and without any spoilers, the, the lead character has a speech about how if you stop, that's when you lock in the failure. And I think that's exactly where we are now because we've hit rock bottom. <laughs> and look at that. We're still in fifth. So there's, I mean, if we keep going then none of this in retrospect will look like a failure. It'll just look like us working through some difficulty on the way to either top four if we make it or fifth place, which will be respectable given the difficulties we've had. So I think that's the key from Dungeons & Dragons is just make sure we, we keep keep failing. <laughs> I mean... Keep, keep failing in the right direction. That's correct. Toby, I mean, you are the beacon of optimism of this podcast. I am definitely the... Uh, I don't know, I guess the realist, depressed person. And I found out that our 1-1 our draw to Everton was the game that did break you. But I'm super happy to hear that the Dungeons & Dragons, you know, metaphor is here, which means you must be feeling better. What happened to us? What is Everton? What What is life? I think on a personal level, like to to quote further, pop culture is like my drag delusions dick um, kind of kicked in, dicked in. That's a that's an <laughs> interesting Freudian slip. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, because now maybe I'm just a propagandist. But one one against Everton, considering the difficulty we've had again, the worst thing we've seen in our club for ages. Blah blah blah. We walked away with a point. So I mean. Yeah, it does it show that our players are really, really struggling. It certainly does, but they just lost their manager. They still had the same kind of backroom team. So there was a break, but not enough of a break. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's honestly plenty of valid excuses, to be fair. And we, we limped away with, with a point. So it's, it's, been, it's been a strange ride. I mean, Asad, you were watching the game with Toby. And uh, I guess, can you... Uh recount the feelings that we are now over hopefully um uh, but we're feeling them Uh, yeah i guess you gotta reach rock bottom right and then that's when you're like okay this is here 
we either stay here or we fight back to the top. And I think that's that's what it felt like. I think watching that game, like I personally felt like, come on, come on, guys, you you can you can do better than this. Like I think I'm I'm personally familiar with half-assing it on a professional level, <laughs> but I'm just scraping by, doing enough, and I feel like. There wasn't even that. So I'm like, you guys make a bajillion pounds a week. Like, you can't, you cannot half-ass it to this level. Or I think it was kind of like a no-assing it, and I was just asking for a half-ass, and I feel like it wasn't even that. So I think that was frustrating, and I think definitely we were feeling that frustration, and kind of with that frustration is like, come on, guys, you're, you're, you're wasting our time here. Can we not, can we not be like this? But yeah, I think in the grand scheme of things, we walked away with a point during a very difficult time. Mm. So yeah, yeah, you know what? Not bad. And I think we, the fan base so often asks so much of the players, but don't, and maybe I've said this before as well, but don't expect that of themselves. Like I think fans need to have more resilience. I mean, really need to accept that we're in fifth. The club is doing a lot. It's an extremely competitive season. Look at City, how good they are. Look at how good Arsenal have been. I mean, look at how good Aston Villa is at the moment. It's Premier League is high-quality football, so for us to be in fifth is an achievement. So I think fans really need to be pretty strong in themselves and be able to weather some storms just as they expect the players to be able to do. Yeah, I, I guess this is our baseline. When I first became a fan, we were hovering at around this. There were ambitions of maybe making it in the Champions League, but like... Fifth, sixth place was like where we were. So this isn't, this is not catastrophic, right? No, I I was going to quote Jack Pitbrook, our favorite from The Athletic. And, you know, I was listening to the podcasts ever since, like after every game, just to, you know, make myself more depressed. And I guess the, the snippet there is that they really were calling this the worst 11 versus 10 performance they've ever seen. And I mean, there's mm-hmm. turmoil. I mean, Alice, their goal talks about the turmoil between Stellini and Mason with Mason kind of yelling at Stellini in the middle of the game. And obviously tensions are high, but also that I guess with Stellini Mason, when they were coaching during, you know, earlier games in the season, according to Jack Pitbrook, is that they would get better and better. But here they just kept getting worse and not to, you know, beat a dead horse. This is beyond us. And, you know, we've all said we should just be, you know, I'm I'm personally happy we're still in fifth considering our performances. I figured we'd be down to eighth or something, but I don't know. We're still mm-hmm. some, somehow fucking hanging on. So I kind of can't help, but no matter how badly this game went, I kind of give them the slack knowing there's so much upheaval with like a new manager. Like the manager relationship is so important and we're going through shit now. So I'm kind of just like, yay, we're not bombing completely. But I don't know, maybe these are points that maybe we're too easy on them. And maybe this is why we're not in the professional league because we don't expect more. I don't know. I'm always just that. Clearly I'm the coddler. I'm like the, oh, it's okay. They're trying. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I can't be a parent. I can't. (laughs) Or maybe it'll make you a great one, right? It makes me a great aunt because I'm like, yeah, continue. It's okay. okay. You do your, you do your best. But yeah. Oh man. (laughs) So where we go, Everton. But you know, we also had another game, I think. Yeah. (laughs) We did. And then, you know, if, like, I keep saying the only metric that matters is the final score. And if you go entirely by that, it's great. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brighton last week won two, which we'll frame as a lucky result. 
uh, yeah, I think I think we're always um, at the losing end of shitty referee goals, <laughs> like almost always, and they're always like high stakes calls against us. And here there were a bunch of calls that went for us, and I think mm. I will take that. Because the peeps keep saying, oh, it evens out in the end, but it, it often doesn't feel like that for us. So this I'm going to take with no apologies. <laughs> yeah, two Brighton goals were disallowed. There was this one supposed penalty not given. So yeah, sorry, cry some more, but this is our day. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my reaction as well. Just zero sympathy. But I don't think you, you know, yeah, this is where my pro- propagandism definitely kicks in. I don't think it was a penalty. I think Matoma went down too easily. I don't want to see soft fouls like that. I mean, by by that point, Hoybier was just putting his foot down. He had made his lunge and missed. There was maybe a little bit of contact, but that's just the way it goes. I think the referees have discretion to, I think, from one of the pre- pre- recent previous seasons, they've been given the discretion to kind of wave off minimal contact. I think it fits in that that realm wholeheartedly so i'm glad they didn't give the pen both of the the goals were handballs so yeah just don't don't let harry and son take kind of wide open shots from the outside and you know so yeah feeling a bit sassy on that one yeah you know what? <laughs> yeah and like at zero remorse zero regret i'm even like and like have this righteous rage yes. now because like some pundit I, I could google it but i don't care enough because they're a jerk but some pundit was saying oh they've got to replay the the game because the referee decisions influenced it too much. Well, like, uh, I know, fuck you. Honestly, fuck you. <laughs> because, like, we wanted that for the fucking, like, Champions League final. Uh-huh. Quote-unquote handball goal. <laughs> and, like, what, nobody cared. People just moved on. No one was advocating for it to be replayed because of a game-changing call. So, no. Take your opinion and shove it up your ass. Yep. Yeah, that's what annoyed me is that there's this entire like PG mall, whatever, like the whatever of, I don't know who they are, but they never ever complain when the shit is against us. But now everybody's complaining. What the fuck is that? Anyway, sorry. It really angered me when I saw those articles because I'm like, what the fuck is this replay? Like I really like took a pause because I felt like, oh my God, are we going to get fucking replayed for this? No. This is stupid. Shut up, these motherfuckers. Anyway. I don't uh, think, yeah, I don't see how they could do that. That would be completely unprecedented. So that would be, yeah. of course, but if there's unprecedentedly bad decisions to happen, it will be against Tottenham. So uh, <laughs> if they are going to break that barrier, it will be against us. But, yeah, but a brilliant goal from Sun, a brilliant goal from Harry. Yeah. Can, nobody can take that away. So yeah. yeah, I think the better team won. Sue me. <laughs> No one will because this is the Tottenham Loving Podcast. Yeah. Um, but guys, we still have the big question of who the next manager will be. I don't know. I don't think Salini's going to be sticking around after he got called. He got like kicked out? Got a red card for standing there? Not supposedly not like, you know, corralling his peeps, but literally you see him doing nothing and he gets a red card too, which I, I found know, funny. that sucked. But, you know, The Athletic wrote this article on, you know, how the clock is ticking on the search for a manager and yet, and yet, no call for Tottenham, you know, for Mauricio Pochettino. We love him. And so I, well, Acid reminded me of, for those who listen to this pod for a while, you know, we love doing Kate Middleton metaphors on this. And this is not a, uh, this is a similar one. So for those who are aware, Kate and William, also known as the Prince and Princess of Wales right now, they broke up at some point. And you know what she did when they broke up? 
she went out there and lived her best life for the paparazzi and for herself. So it's like, yeah, bitch, I'm going to be going to a roller disco fundraiser looking great in like a sequin green like top halter. I remember it. Top of my head. Um, She took on a rowing challenge. Um, She was just living the best goddamn life she could. So if we were to, you know, put that little metaphor into the manager search, uh, check out Mauricio Pochettino's Instagram because he too has been living his best life. He's getting lost in Japan with his wife. They are sitting by a canal with chopsticks, eating sushi, convenience store takeaway. They look fantastic. Mm -hmm. You'll see him at like Patagon Mm -hmm. having lunch by the sea with his best buds. Never forget Tony and Jesus. Tony and Jesus. We love that team. So if anyone is using social to underscore their availability and just how little they want to get back together, you know it's Poch. What are you guys thinking? Clearly, uh, we're not alone in thinking this. Uh, Lee McQueen <laughs> is tweeting, now please do your thing and pick up the phone to this man talking to Enoch. <laughs> and it's a photo of Maurizio Pochettino at the um, Champions League when we made it to the finals. And there's this, I guess, a fan named Steve underscore Worrell on Twitter that says, come on now, Spurs official, Poch in. And it's a gif of Poch winking acid. Toby, yeah, are we on the Poch in train or, you know, I don't know, Nagelsmann? Is he going to Chelsea? Who the fuck knows? Potter? I don't know. I think we spoke about this recently about how, like, um, on uh, View from the Lane, they talk about how, like, Poch is an itch that we probably need to scratch mm. and better now <laughs> yes. than later. Yes. So I think, you know, this is everyone was everyone's been waiting for this opportunity since he was unceremoniously let go and i think now is the time like it might not work out or it might work out it's such a gamble but you know what let's let's just do it let's find out yeah i'm on board with that i think it's it reminds me a lot of uh, the latest season of rupaul's drag race like you we had to have sugar and spice the identical twins lip sync battle like that just had to happen even if somebody else should have been in the bottom like, this is just what we needed yeah, to see. Yeah. So I think it's the same with Mauricio. He's got to come back eventually, so it might as well be now. I want to get back. But all friends are usually, when you're in a relationship, people are like, no backsies. But then when you do that one backseat, that's like, and it works. It just works. Mm. And who? what else do we have to lose at this point? Yeah. yeah. It's not like we're, like, battling for first. Like, yeah. come on. I don't know. Plus, there are like 18 other teams that are looking for managers right now. So, like, I hope we don't get a fucking, like, worst of, like, the 10th round of picks. So, Poch is the number one pick. What the fuck are we waiting for? Even if he wasn't our first pick, I feel like if he had offers from people and we were part of the offers, we would be his first pick. Don't you want someone that loves you more than you love them? What is happening? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I super, I I don't want to be in the same position that we were, like, in 2021 when it seemed like... You know? Like, I, I love Nuno, and I, I he deserved better mm, than us. Totally. But mm. that was just not, like, the search leading up to that was so public and so embarrassing and so, like, soul-crushing. I, I don't want to get to that point again. And it seems like, yeah, Nagelsmann has, like, a... 12 hours ago, there's some news about how Chelsea's invited him for an interview. I feel like he'll probably go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine him choosing us over Chelsea if Chelsea makes an offer. Potter, maybe. Yeah, seems like why not? Um, but yeah, my first choice would still be Poch. 
Yeah, I think I'm happy with Mason till the end of the season, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I think so much of it depends on sort of what Harry wants and what Harry does. But I think whether he stays and we have one last ride with Poch, that makes sense. If he goes and it's time to do a pretty full rebuild, personally, I trust Poch with that as well. So it's it's sort of an either way. Either we go kind of last ride with the old gang or we start a new direction. And I think Poch can do that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that kind of, I was going to ask, like, what, what do we think now? I feel like we kind of need, to, not that it's up to the three of us, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> we need to decide what kind of club yes. we want to be and then go in that direction. And I think, yeah, those two directions you've outlined, I, as a fan, I'm totally on board with mm-hmm. either like a rebuild with Poch, who has helped us rebuild in the past, mm-hmm. um, or like one last dance, uh, either of those two. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think, Patty? We can definitely have yeah. both. He'll get his one yeah. last dance with Harry because Harry will be like, oh, I can stay on for one more season if Potch is on board. And then whatever the ending of that season, Harry probably needs to move on regardless. Then we get our rebuild with Potch starting a new gang. And so I feel like best of both worlds. Let's get both. Let's yeah. get Potch. What are we waiting for? Enoch, clearly listen to us. <laughs> Pick up the phone. And just bring the good vibes back. I mean, indisputably yeah. good vibes. And yeah. Just good football as well. So okay. Well, speaking of good vibes, we've got four games up ahead. Right after we record this, it's Bournemouth at home, then Newcastle away, then Manu at home, and then Liverpool away. That is a maximum of twelve points. I can't do math. <laughs> what are we thinking? <laughs> are we getting maximum points? I I don't think we will. I want to hope for it and try for it, but I don't I don't think we will. I feel like this is a tough run. Like Newcastle away, they're looking pretty good. Manu gets lucky, although Manu's missing Manu's missing Rashford. So yeah, we could mm-hmm. we could take points from there. Liverpool away also. I guess they're a formidable rival, but like they're in a weakened state, so we might get something from that. So yeah, I just I just want to win today against Bournemouth. So can we have at least maximum points for today? And what, what what are you guys feeling? I'm just in shock. I'm just in shock that Acid didn't say maximum points. So I'm yeah. gonna stay that in my corner now. That is a bit of a surprise, isn't it? I know. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Moment yeah. of silence. For it's that, really it's up to the players now. It, it really really is. I mean, if if we want the challenge, if we want to go for it, we've got the right battles. Newcastle, Menu, because our uh, record against the top four, sorry, the top six teams is terrible. We've beaten City, haven't we? I think, and that's we've lost against everybody else in the top six. So, we've yeah, it's totally up to the players to kind of recover some pride and and really show what they can do in this run in, um, and maybe sneak one of those top four spots. It's up to them. You're both being so realistic that I guess I have to play the devil's advocate and just be, oh, fuck, I guess we're going for maximum points then. Hell yeah. I don't know. Now that we're down and out, we just kind of like spring yeah. back and are like, well, fuck y'all. Yeah. You underestimated us. I don't know. I'm Newcastle is the one where I'm least confident just because mm-hmm. that all baby money. But, you know, mm-hmm. and I suppose they're, pretty, they're being good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope... If, as long as we kickstart tonight's game on a win, mm-hmm. I feel like, who knows, confidence in the team and in themselves, and maybe we'll get it. So, yeah, Toby, yeah. thank you so much, Kumbaya Master. You've uh, both made me feel realistic and yet 
positive. I don't know. I feel lighter now. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Kois, kois, kois. Kois, kois, kois. And we are back. Welcome back to Stalking Spurs. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host, Acid. And Hello. we are going to have the slowest lightning round ever of stray observations because, honestly, we're not the only depressed ones. Clearly, the players are also depressed and the, I guess, Spurs official is depressed because there is not a lot of content going on. And it took us a while. And Acid really, really dug up gems for you guys so thanks acid and i'm gonna kick us off with holy shit we've had surprise engagements before we've had surprise babies before but it ain't confirmed but it seems there's a surprise fucking wedding because Whoa. spoiler alert anna modeler has changed her ig handle to anna dyer so clearly what? a wedding has happened even if it's just like an rom like a signing at city hall or whatever and we know nothing about it we know nothing i do not accept this so this is a PSA, a call to anyone with any information. Somebody must know something. Anna Dyer on Instagram, she even posted this like IG story, you know, just very chill. They seem to be that like that cool couple that, you know, doesn't announce a fucking wedding. Although it could be an Eric Dyer's, you know, Finsta, which I've tried to follow, but he hasn't mm. approved us. Naturally so. It's a Finsta. Um, and he, she, are, she and Eric are, you know, just playing Scrabble. So, I mean... I get it. It's cute, but wasn't board games like Eric's thing with Jan? I don't know. I, know. I sense replacing oh. of a friend here, but okay, I guess that's what marriage is. I don't know. I'm not married. <laughs> um, congrats, oh. Eric and Anna. I don't know if I should be congratulating you because I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah. Where the, well, like, we didn't even see any, like, stories from people who attended, from players who attended. Nothing. No, like, tabloidy paparazzi shit so it was really they did it on the down low was it just like a signing <gasps> should we look at eric dyer's sisters like i mean that would be like the, the nearest <sighs> thing no she, yeah. he has a sister i think we followed the sister account um yeah, yeah daisy dyer I, I saw that recently but i guess even she didn't post anything so yeah guys uh, this is a call yeah if anyone wants to do the admin dirty work of requesting records from city hall or something, <laughs> let us know let us know <laughs> anyway let's move on who wants to see the world's most low energy spin class <laughs> So this past week on Spurs official Instagram, they shared a reel of like, a, I guess them training and working on their fitness and everyone's in like in uh, on bikes that are arranged in a semicircle. And the, the energy is just so dead. People, their, their shoulders are slumped. Several people have their arms crossed. It's just such a lackluster vibe. And I don't know, like in the background, you can hear jealous, which is such a jam, but like oh, no one's wow. feeling it. And the, the energy is just so dead. And like, I'm describing this in detail because it doesn't exist anymore, this video. Oh For some God. reason, Spurs Official has deleted this video. And I wonder if it's because it wasn't a good look. Like <laughs> if we have a club fighting for the top four and like, this is the energy they're bringing. So yeah, that's my that's my theory that it's just that's it. I tried clicking since, on it and indeed it is lost. What the fuck? It's lost. And I think and since then I've noticed that they've been peppering the Spurs official feed with 
with more energy, more energetic or more energy neutral kind of content. <laughs> so I don't know if they're just they're just trying to like inspire the least hateful reactions. But one of them is this. Ah, uh, this is so. This is really. It's so half-assed. There's a reel here of of <laughs> Harry and Son trying to roll coins into like the tines of a fork, and it is as meh as that description. It, it really is. They're really they're just trying for any comments that don't attack <laughs> the level of energy people are bringing. I said I used to enjoy these stupid videos that we would they would do. I would look forward to like the stupid things that the club would put out. I don't know. Is it because you we were winning that I was less depressed? I don't know. But it's just, just meh. It's all just meh. It really is. Honestly, yeah, these were these videos were so much more joyful to engage with before. And now it just it's feeling like they, they got up. Their KPI, the social team's KPI is to put out like three reels a week or something. And they're just they're just trying to do anything to fill it. I mean, I did see that the social guy quit or what resigned or whatever. Oh, so no the way. former's first official admin like resigned because I saw it on like in, I I forgot whose Instagram or whose Twitter, but like he was like signing off or like whatever like it's been a good ride. Well, mm. oh. <gasps> that must explain the pivot in content mm. because again yeah, there's another there's another reel here that we haven't seen the likes of in like two or three seasons now. This next reel, check out the link in our episode description. But it's like a this cooking contest. Like usually AIA does this thing. And here we have <laughs> Ben and Harry doing like a kimchi fried rice showdown, which I, I don't like, I don't super like, <laughs> I'm not convinced by the scoring system because it just seemed like the host asked Ben who the winner was and Ben points to Harry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess a win is a win. Congrats, Harry, on your... <laughs> Uh, on yet another individual prize. I guess he's the king of kimchi fried rice. Anyway, check it out. It's like a, a really interesting recipe. But like, I just have some... As as someone who takes pride in their own kimchi fried rice. Ooh. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a sidebar. I, I thought that like I made a solid one and then Miguel came over. So our cousin came over who's okay. an Arsenal fan and like made Ugh. me a kimchi fried rice and like I watched him do it and like oh cool there are things I can steal from you and I feel like it's made my kimchi fried rice better anyway that's beside the point but as nice. someone who has executed this recipe I'm not convinced by this recipe because they don't use gochujang ah uh. like the the chef goes oh let's use tomato paste which is uh. like no that's but, wrong but see I couldn't do the gochujang because it's too spicy ah uh. So okay. maybe they were trying so to like dumb gentler. it down. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. assuming. So I kind of I did appreciate that for me, my non-spicy loving self, but I get yeah. that it's like such a that was such a bad thing. They should have put the gochujang, let's be real. Because that makes it more like authentic, I guess. I don't know. Felt weird. Yeah. Also, like a weird food safety ick for me was that they put the rice ahead, which was already cooked, and then they put the raw meat in. And I feel like uh. you wouldn't do that. Like, you, you need to cook the meat first and yeah. then you add the rice. Yeah. That's so, terrible. Spurs Official, if you want to redo this um, with, with, with people who really know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting I'm it out there. Surprised. Or maybe not. Maybe not. I'm a little surprised AIA allowed them to put the raw meat after the cooked rice. 
like yeah i'm sure there's a violation yeah there must be some like health code they're violating anyway somebody who was violating my heart with this cuteness our our baby our precious (laughs) baby brazilian with amazingly progressive views is cheering on the selecal feminina um and he really is really just such an ally we're talking of course of rick carlison who posted on his Instagram, and I'm not going to read it in Brazilian because my accent sucks, so it's just translated. He says, so proud to see you honoring our shirt and our country. You were an R giant. It's fun to watch. Many wins to come. I don't know what TMJ means, but all I know with TMJ is like the, um, you know, you have TMJ when you have like the jaw, the lock jaw. I think it's what TMJ <laughs> means to me. But anyway, TMJ always. Brazilian flag, heart emoji, um, Senegal Feminina de Football. And it's him. Uh, it's a double, like, it's a split screen photo of uh, Ricky on top wearing the same shirt as the uh, Brazilian national team, the women's team. And we love it. We love an ally. He is just, like, so cute and so, so precious cute. and so sweet. Um, it gets cuter. It gets cuter. Exactly. It gets cuter because I loved this tweet. <laughs> From um, Constance Coys on Twitter, uh, her it's basically a picture of her favorite Ricky holding up a handmade sign that says "Se o Brasil Yoga Uvo," and then he does the at Senegal Feminina de Football as text, but he types out the at their at Instagram or their at Twitter, which I think is really cute. And how much tech has permeated real life that you now write it down in yeah. posters but my favorite part about this tweet thank you to constance Coys, is her description of ricky she calls him my little arts and crafts pigeon <laughs> holding his little sign to support the brazilian women's at wembley i love him so much we I do too. i believe that he made this like it's i believe two, he made it's it too bond papers that he taped together <laughs> he and taped. this is just <laughs> That's why it's okay. My little arts and crafts pigeon, indeed. As you guys know, that he has that like a pru pru, like you know, doing the pigeon, whatever yeah. it is. And I actually don't know the, uh, I guess the provenance of that meme or why he does that dance. But he's so sweet, and I'm surprised we don't have a lot of Sunny Ricky crossover content. I feel the world might explode, or maybe we're just not ready if we do that. But I would love more of that in the future anyway speaking of arts and crafts uh this is neither here nor there but in my the view from the lane spiral i'm of course checking out mr charlie ecclesher's interviews and his twitter i find this man to be super handsome again he is the uh english daniel ricardo and of course brilliant writer so all in all wins forever he gets on this interview on bbc sport and it's actually quite a depressing interview it's it's called spurs in crisis where do clubs go after antonio conte sacking but what i wanted uh to share about this is if you fast forward a bit to when charlie is speaking i, I speak with him as if we're, we're tight charlie i see when mr ecclesher is speaking the curtains the drapes that are framing his window that you can see from his Zoom video, it kind of looks like the curtains in our Lola's house, in my grandma's house back in the day. I said, Acid, look at this video. And she's like, yeah, that kind of looks familiar. 
I can still see Mama Lily like with her vintage singer sewing machine and you know the little the the, the one with like a metal oh, pedal yes. that with a wheel at the bottom. Yeah. Wild stuff. I feel like she sewed this in like what? Was it the dining room or was it the the first bedroom? I don't know, but Mr. Ecclesher has a very similar vibe and I got a bit nostalgic and deja vu. So totally. it's just purse adjacent, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. It gave me like flashbacks when when you showed me the video. Totally, and and I, I'm pretty sure it was in the second bedroom. The curtains are the same, same pattern, same everything. I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, For that's just buddies. us, Mama. Curtain buds with Mr. Eclashare. All right, Acid. We've reached our favorite <laughs> segment of the episode. It is time for Spurs BB of the week. Acid did all of this herself, and I am just, thank you so much, Acid, for picking up all the slack as I uh, spiraled down my depression of Spurs losing and, you know, life. Um, But here, let's kick us off, Acid. Yeah, totally my pleasure. I was very happy to gather these. Let's start with something we don't usually start with. Let's start with something creepy. So this first one... Honestly, this is this is freaky stuff. And if you like, if you have a weird reaction to AI generated images, just skip this completely because this is entirely AI generated. This is a, a video that Spurs official posted on their Instagram, and it's Sunny kind of guessing a series. That's just oh my god. So <laughs> Spurs babies created by AI is basically the headline, and it's it's super freaky, and it's Sunny just guessing each player, and it's it's pretty obvious who each baby is. <laughs> it's I, like the Romero one is particularly creepy because what baby has a beard um anyway, we'll just leave that we'll leave that with you this is obviously not the contender for the prize but there you go let's move on <laughs> moving on to less creepy and super cute stuff we get this fan post from the account at sunrise yeah, underscore yellow on instagram which is a filipino fan account Actually, now that I realize it. And always bringing the goods. Always bringing the freaking goods. So I'm not going to say much about this photo because you got to just click through. This is the click. This is, if there's one link you click on this episode, it has Mm -hmm. to be this. And I'm just going to. So the caption is one month till Children's Day in Korea. I love that this girl is following like an editorial calendar of what's happening in the world. I love it it so much. But you're probably wondering why is she doing, why is this in BB of the Week, guys? It's BB Sunny in a yellow shirt stuffing his face with chapche. I know. (laughs) But it does look like pancit. It looks like pancit, but fat pancit, which makes it chapche. And guys, it's do he looks dunges. He looks a like little, he's in a, a shirt little, that the, was the too big for him. The powers. Yes, powers on his bangs. Ah, it is a perfect shot. And I want Pansit now. So thanks, Acid, for posting this. <laughs> I don't think I have Pansit in the house. Where am I going to procure instant noodles at this time of the evening? So, well, sucks for me. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. I want to I just, I wanna tell him, Oi, chew first what you have in your mouth. <laughs> Hala, you'll choke. Don't choke, you'll Sorry. choke. <laughs> I just, as a tita, I just want to say that. Yes. I just want to say that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Equally cute, but much, much more recent. We would like to extend uh, a hearty and official Stalking Spurs congratulations to assistant coach Ryan Mason and his wife, Rachel, who just welcomed, honestly, within the last 10 days, Welcome wow. baby number three. Check oh out my these beautiful, beautiful, fresh photos 
from Rachel's Instagram of this new BB. I guess this is them leaving the hospital. It's it's that fresh. It's that fresh. It. Yeah. I mean, she also looks really fresh for someone that just she gave does. birth. But she good does, job. Rachel Peters always just like brings, well, she's not Rachel Peters, she's Rachel Mason now, always brings the uh, gorgeousness. This, this lady uh, is clearly a, uh, look at that. I mean, even the French braid or whatever that kind of braid is, like, that's exactly I swear, what I'm looking at. I mean, even like to to down, like she's kissing the baby and she has this like the perfect bun. Like it is like there is not a baby hair. She does not yes. have baby hair. Everything yeah. is like her, I, I am I am just baby hair. Exactly. Is, yeah. Wow. Goals. Um, good job, uh Coach Mason. <laughs> Congrats, you guys. Congrats, um, more guys. people to congratulate. Alex Morgan. Nope, she's not pregnant again. She's just super cute with her kid, and that is enough to congratulate her for. Uh, we've got Alex Morgan posting on her Instagram. New kit, same dude. Um, and it's both she and Charlie in new, I'm assuming, new um, U.S. Women's National Team kits. And she looks adorable. Uh, one, so it's not matching which is great because mommy and me sure tried tired, you know, this one. Yes. Yes. Charlie is her own person uh, with a, with a, she's trying to serve attitude. I love it. Like, you know, as a kid, she is. you're, you're usually just like smile at the camera. This kid doesn't need to smile. She's got attitude. She's got tooth. And yeah. uh, she and mama. Alex her game face. Super. I love it. Game face on. She looks great. She is like super duper big now. It's kind of, scary to me how she looks more like her father now now that i see her yeah, uh, at least yeah, in this photo um but yeah congrats i love it love the new tood and the new kids um next more cuteness coming your way um okay this is a bunch of photos from from bentancourt and melanie on i guess they went on holiday recently when did they have Cute. time i guess you have more time if you're injured sure. maybe you get yeah more i guess time so off. i don't know i guess so but these are just so cute. I, I honestly love like while we came from the world of like the Masons with a with a kilai and the pulled back hair um and the arrangedness, I think this one is the total opposite. It feels like I kind of I'm kind of digging the slight chaos of these photos. <laughs> like everything looks so spur of the moment. Um that first photo is a little like off-center, you know. Things are so unposed and charming, and this baby is excellent. Super cute. Super cute. I love that she's just like wrapped in puffy clothing. Like she has a puffy onesie with like a fur hood. <laughs> I'm just happy we see her face. <laughs> yes. Yes. I am too. Like I really like the last yeah. one where she's she's holding her Aww. toothbrush and Bentancur is right there. I'm like, oh, what a They're cute quite cute, huh? This little young couple. I mean, yes. yes, one is a star footballer. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, they look really gorgeous together and mm -hmm. they kind of look alike, obviously. And now they have a very <laughs> beautiful daughter. So, you know what? Uh, is her name Luchi? Is the kid's name Luchi? Okay, let's read the translation here. Wow. Yeah, father to Luchi. So I guess she's a Lucia. And like, oh, Luchi is like I the love that. name. I love I it. Like that. I very like cute. That. Welcome to Baby of the Week, y'all. Love this. Yeah. But, you know, as much as we have all this cuteness and non-cuteness with the AI, let's be real. Uh, this was the week where we once again give a winner and always winning in our hearts is the Lloris family coming in not with one, but with two entries. 
as always, thank you to Maureen Uris for uh, bringing the goods in quality and quantity. So first set of photos is a multi-photo post as the family Lurie comes out in full force to say au revoir to the France national team. And guys, it's of course like a little tribute. You've got all the kids holding hands, walking to the pitch. Captain Hugo looking great and like a hoodie and like a... Ugh. Everybody looks good. They have some pics with the with Varan and other people in the team. They have pics on the pitch as a family. They have pics where they're doing like the isisse, uh, you know, like you know that that hand gesture, and yeah. it's just very cute. And they all look so beautiful with such healthy yes. long hair. Um, I was gonna I don't say, know did they all get what, like a blowout together at the right? hotel? Even even this little one has such nice yes. shiny hair. Everybody, Leandro, Juju, and Anna Rose have such great lo- straight long hair. It, it's quite crazy. It's like, what is this? What shampoo are you using? What conditioner are you using? But that's not all. We get a twofer. We get a multi-photo post as well. Thank you, Marine at Disneyland Paris, La Magie. Do Disneyland Paris, hashtag good time, hashtag Paris, hashtag Disneyland at Disneyland Paris. Yeah, guys, this is definitely the chicest fucking family that has ever graced Disneyland. I still remember the one time my family went to Disneyland. Everybody was wearing somebody else's hand-me-down winter clothes because it was winter in California and these tropical kids are not used to weather colder than Baguio. So we were all in the baggiest windbreakers and like none of these clothes were ours. It was all mismatching. We did not look cute. Unlike this family where everybody goes up in like all black. Everybody looks good. It is definitely a hashtag good yeah. time. Oh, man. They look great. They look they great. Look, like, what, like what a chic family to show up at Disneyland oh, yeah. in all black. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I just want to point out in the very, very last photo, uh, Marian puts a selfie of her and a friend named Isabel Matuidi. I don't know who she is, but the point here is there is a daughter at the back of the photo trying to photo bomb it with like a funny <laughs> face. And I love that shit. These are still real kids and uh, that love to troll their mom. So congratulations once again to Maureen Uris and uh, Hugo for winning BB of the week for your entire family. Keep bringing the goods. We love you so much. And that's it. You've made it to the end of the episode. Thank you for hanging in there as we started out depressed and ended up, you know, kind of okay. Top five. (laughs) 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 If if you haven't liked, subscribed, or shared this podcast with a friend, what the fuck are you waiting for? Uh, We do this for fun, (laughs) but it would be nice to hear feedback of how you think we're doing. Um, Let us know at StockingSpurs on Instagram and at Twitter. Um, Asad, thank you so much for doing everything in this podcast. Honestly, I just show up. I literally just rocked up. And uh, <laughs> my pleasure. And thanks for everything that you do too. This podcast no. would be nothing without you. No, it's a te- te- teamwork makes the dream work. Come on, Tottenham, let's oh, yeah. do this. Let's we'll see you guys next this. time on Stocking Spurs. Come, Come on, on you Spurs. Spurs.